One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hi, I'm Raj Punjabi, head of identity content at HuffPost. And I'm Noah Michelson, head of HuffPost Personal. Welcome to Am I Doing It Wrong? The show that explores the all-too-human anxieties we have about trying to get our lives right. Raj, we are in the deepest, darkest, dankest part of winter. And all I'm thinking about is going on vacation. Of course. But that makes me also think about booking a hotel, Mm -hmm. which makes me wonder how good are you when it comes to hotels? Not just booking, like the entire experience of being in a hotel everything that goes with it. I'm very good at being in a hotel. (laughs) I do love a nice bed and some good linens, but I'm not that great at booking because I feel like my friends get better deals than Mm. I do. I take great pleasure in the search though. I don't take pleasure in the search. I kind of just want it to be done. Sure. But then sometimes I get there and I'm like, I should have done this better. Yeah. This is not the hotel I really wanted. Yeah. Luckily, we are not alone. We have Caroline Bologna. She's a senior reporter at HuffPost. She's also a travel expert. She was on the episode with us about buying airline tickets, which I know people loved. I learned so much. She's back and she's going to tell us everything we need to know about booking a hotel, staying in a hotel, what to do before we leave a hotel. She's got it covered. All right. Get our lives right. Travel icon. Caroline, thank you for coming back and doing this hotel episode with us. Oh, thank you for having me back. I'm so excited. So let's start. I actually want to do this little thing, y'all, where we sort of go on a journey together through this. And I want to start with booking. Then I want to do like what happens when we get to the hotel. So let's literally start with us sitting down at our computers. We're looking for a hotel. What is is going to be the time frame. Last time you were on, you talked about the Goldilocks window for buying airline tickets. Is there a Goldilocks window for getting a hotel room? Yeah, it's not quite as clear cut just because there's a lot more variance with hotels compared with flights. Because Think about how many hotels are in one city versus the significantly smaller number of flights to that city, smaller number of airlines. I mean, NerdWallet did a study that found that 15 days out is the ideal time to book your hotel. Okay. However, there, again, is a lot of variance because, you know, if you want to go to New Orleans for Mardi Gras or something, you're going to want to book that further in advance because that's a very popular peak time. 
But I always say, I mean, if you see a decent rate, no matter how far out it is, you might as well just book it, you know, as long as it's cancelable. Right. Which most hotels, I feel like these days, have a 48-hour, like, before check-in window to cancel. So there's no harm in just securing something that seems okay to you, Mm -hmm. but then continuing to monitor, like, in the weeks and months that pass, um, just to see if it goes down. Even if the actual room you booked goes down, cancel yours, then rebook with that better room. That happened to me a couple of months ago. I got a hotel and I don't even remember where it was, but yeah, I, I booked it really early. And then I saw it was 80 bucks cheaper, the exact same room. I literally just canceled the first reservation and rebooked it. Yeah. And I feel like waiting till closer, it really depends on where you're going, obviously. I mean, I think you can afford to wait if you're going to Charlotte for the weekend mm-hmm. versus you're planning a big vacation to Hawaii. Like, right. So those are like things to keep in mind. In terms of like day of the week, if you have flexibility, which a lot of us do now, you know, in the hybrid remote work world we're in you should consider not checking in on a Friday and checking out on a Sunday if you can. I mean, it's kind of like flights, like Tuesday is considered often the cheapest day to check in. Actually, I tend to now, when I'm staying in a hotel, make sure I make it over a Sunday night because Sunday night is the cheapest night I've found Hmm. to stay in a hotel. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Because everybody's cleared out after the weekend. Yeah, so... I mean, I'm lucky enough that I can work remotely sometimes, so I will try and do that. But I found it's a huge money saver. Sometimes a Friday stay will be like double a Sunday stay. Yeah, yeah. I believe Friday is considered like the most expensive day on yeah. average. And then obviously, you know, off season if you can. Um, I actually, I went to Scottsdale in the middle of summertime <laughs> when it is so unbearably hot, but the hotel deals were so good. I mean, you can go stay in like a beautiful like spa environment with the beautiful mountain views and there's no way in hell you're going to climb those mountains, right. but you can like get in the pool and look at them and admire them and get spa treatments at a discounted rate um, and pay significantly less than if you were to do that trip in February. I actually think that's a great tip. Sorry, no. No, yeah. I went to the Hamptons in January. Mm. Nothing was open, but it was beautiful. And the Yacht Club, they have a hotel there that's the Yacht Club. In the summer, it's $1,200 a night. In the winter, it was $180. So it was literally 90% off or almost 90% off. Um, And it was still beautiful and it was still, we ate great food and I thought, this is great. I think if you want to experience a hotel in particular, yes. do it off peak. I've done that too. And it's so luxurious and so much fun. And you're like, fine, if you want to do it when you're supposed to do it, it's going to be like triple, quadruple. But mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And it's the same room year round. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of brave about booking when it's not an event or it's not on peak. And I do hotel tonight a lot. Can you talk a little bit about that? I get good deals sometimes. Yeah. Hotel tonight, I think is like really revolutionary. Even just the name sort of made people more aware of how it works with hotels. So, you know, that 48 hour window, a lot of people cancel or the hotel just isn't fully booked. And rather than let those rooms sit empty or go unused, there's value in just booking them for a much lower rate to incentivize people to do a staycation or, you know, just to benefit those of us who wait till the last minute to book anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I would say in general, that is a great approach. I wouldn't do that approach if perhaps you're going to your friend's wedding in rural (laughs) Pennsylvania and everyone's staying at the one Red Roof Inn (laughs) and there's nothing else around there because then you could be kind of screwed if there's no availability the night you need it. But 
for other types of trips, like there's really no downside, I would say. So I've never used it. Just so I'm totally clear, this is an app and you go on it and they have crazy discounts if you book literally that day. The day or even you could really book a few days in advance or whatever, but you'll get the best discounts if you book that day or the day before. And how crazy are we talking in terms of a discount? Is it like 10% or is it like 50%? I would say it's like 30%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's it's, crazy. It's significant. Yeah. So back in the day when Priceline was still a thing where you could bid, a friend and I were going to Las Vegas to see Britney Spears. It was incredible. And we needed a room and we were like, let's just try it. So at that time, you would go on Priceline and you would tell them what you wanted and then you'd offer them a bid and they would either take it or not. So we said we wanted a five-star hotel. We didn't want to be on the strip. And we were only going to give them like, I don't know, $200. And we were like, okay, if they say no, we'll just do something else. Mm -hmm. We put it in, we submit our bid and it comes back and they're like, we accepted your bid. And we're like, oh, well, where are we going to stay? Because they don't tell you which hotel it is. They just guarantee that it's got the parameters you want. Guess which hotel it was. I'm scared. Trump Tower. And this was like 2015, 2016 (laughs) at the height of like Trump mania. We had to stay there because oh we had already agreed to Priceline. Well, no wonder they had that availability. Exactly. But I will say, and I feel guilty about this, maybe the nicest hotel I've ever stayed in. Oh, my God. There were, God. like, TVs in the bathroom mirror. It was, like, so gaudy and crazy. All the... All the um, Faucets were gold. It was, I was nuts. Say, gilded everything. Oh, but no. I would never do it again. But Priceline doesn't have that option anymore. You can't bid. But there are things that I've heard of about like secret hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Have you guys done that? Yeah. So I've never done it personally, but it is very intriguing. And I think it definitely appeals to people with certain personalities who kind of like that excitement. It's me. Yeah. <laughs> so what is it? Well, I Go feel ahead. like Rash should explain oh, it. Oh, sure. Okay. It really, I don't know. I've gotten like real daring in my uh, elderly age. It's this um, option that you have where they don't tell you which hotel they're going to put you in, but they'll give you a price and it's a good price. And they'll say that it's one of these three hotels. So they give you okay. the names of the three hotels in the area. And this is on it like has to be Orbitz or Expedia? Or it's like on Priceline yeah, only, called, I believe. Oh, it's Price okay. Breakers. Okay. Yes, Price Breakers. Got it. So if you know it's one of these three. It's in the neighborhood you want to stay in, whatever whatever, whatnot between this many stars. Okay. And the, what they offer you as a little clue is one image of the hotel room. Mm. So it could be like the bed area or whatever it is, but I have a secret hack that I want to share with you guys because I I kind of think I'm a bit of a genius. Um, (laughs) I do like a reverse image search, like I'll screenshot that image they give you and I'll just figure out which hotel it is, whether I want to stay there or not. And then I book it and it's always worked. It's always the hotel that I think it is. They don't lie. That's really an image of the hotel room. And you get the discount for that one is often like close to 40 or 50%. It's bananas. Those like third party booking sites have kind of fun little hacks like that. um, If you're into them. I mean, I like using Hotels.com just because you get end up getting free nights after using it enough times. And it can be mm-hmm. any hotel brand. Yeah. 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 I think I only use Hotels.com now. And I'm just wondering, is it even worth looking at other ones? I guess if you're going to try the secret shopper yeah. one, then maybe. But And then some people have like loyalties to certain hotels. That's true. Yeah. Do you think that's would, worth it, Caroline? I would say the downside to using Hotels.com is it's not going to help with your loyalty mm-hmm. programs. If I mean, my sister only stays at Marriott Bonvoy Hotels. Okay. Anytime I'm with her traveling anywhere, we have to stay at a Bonvoy. <laughs> and fortunately, there are a lot of Bonvoy properties. Yeah. But, you know, I would say maybe pick one loyalty program that you 
you know, have loyalty to, but Mm -hmm. for weddings, the wedding block hotel is not necessarily going to be that. And and it's always fine to just stay at a different nearby hotel, but it depends on where you are and you can earn points. You can get upgrades. The upgrades are cool. Upgrades are great. My partner is like that too. He's a Hilton person, Mm. like do the ride or die, but I'm a hotel hoe for real. Uh I will go anywhere Anywhere. that's like pretty and fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I would also say like, supposedly you won't get the level of treatment you might get if you book directly in certain scenarios. Like my boyfriend was living in Miami. I went to visit him. We decided kind of last minute to go to Orlando to go to the Mm. theme parks. We booked like a Hyatt house kind of last minute. We drive after work. We show up pretty late at night and they just tell us like, we don't have any rooms left. I'm like, but but, but well, we booked it. Right. <laughs> it was through Hotels.com. And they're like, yeah, there was a issue. Like, you don't have a room. They did end up sending us to the Hyatt Regency. Okay. Which yeah. was a nicer hotel, in fact. Mm-hmm. Right. But we had to come back the next day to, like, check back into this hotel. Mm-hmm. And so, supposedly, you know, rooms are prioritized for people who book directly in situations. That makes sense. Or yeah. if you're Or in this situation, like, there was no recourse for me with Hyatt to be like— give me money back, a discount, you screwed me over. It would have to be through Hotels.com, which right. is less likely to really have recourse either to give you something. I've also heard that you can call the hotel and book directly with them and try and get them to take the price that you saw on Hotels.com I if could, it's I different. And for the most part, like they're going to want to do that. Um, and, and so you can try that too if you want to. Yeah, I've heard about this too. Anything where you're talking to a human can often yes. have nice results. That's been motif. On motif on this show. Talk exactly. to humans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to ask about what could be hidden fees in hotels that you're staying at. Sometimes there are resort fees that they don't include when they when you're first booking it. There's sometimes parking mm-hmm. and and Wi-Fi. It's, it sounds so silly that like someone would charge you for Wi-Fi now, but it's right? like really happening. No, but it happens. Yeah. There's so many hotels. There's a free Wi-Fi option, and then there's like a premium option that's ten dollars a day. That right. in some cases it doesn't make any difference, and that's a scam, and you shouldn't pay for that. In some cases, you're like, oh, no, like, <laughs> this free Wi-Fi sucks. Yeah. I have and to I have pay. to work, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah parking's a good one. Are you going to have a car? I think resort fees can be really tough when you aren't expecting them, mm-hmm. and you see the per night rate on a room, and then you click, and then you see the total, and you're like, how did that just quadruple? Once you get burned once with resort yeah. fees, you always check it before you book, I think, because like they're not cheap. There yeah. are also hotels now that are doing this crazy thing. Like I, I stayed at the Moxie in, in Boston, and I had to pay an extra $50 a night, and then they're like, but don't worry, we're going to give you $25 in credit that you can use at the bar or at our like food court. And I was like, yeah, but I don't want your $8 yogurt that I just paid that I was forced to pay for. So you have to really watch that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, luckily you can, I know that Airbnb now has an option where it can say like show full total price Mm. as you're browsing. I actually am now wondering if those hotel booking sites have that or should have that. Some of them do. Some of them do. And since we're on the topic, like I'm glad we're doing this episode because I've switched back from like camp Airbnb to hotels. Yes. Like we all were, this is a conversation we're all having, but I just find it's like expensive. And sometimes you have to like clean up after yourself at Airbnb. So I'm back on team hotel. I just want to be in a hotel bed with hotel linens, watching cable TV. And you don't always get that Airbnb. Yeah. And I don't want to worry about like this janky key getting caught in the door and the second door. Safety stuff. I, you know, I travel by myself sometimes. And I mean, that's not even getting to the whole like 
you know, moral quandary about like housing in cities and that have a lot of yep. Airbnbs. Mm-hmm. And a lot of cities are cracking down. I mean, New York is now basically banning Airbnb. So yep. um, it's happening. And I mean, obviously resort fees can suck, but there's often a good reason for them. I mean, they're whole, usually like on the beach and stuff. Yeah, like, like you Hawaii, pay for that. Hawaii yeah. famously has very hefty resort fees, but a big part of that is that is an important industry. That land is very important mm-hmm. and like over tourism can be a problem. So they, yeah. they have a, a purpose. Absolutely. I don't want to pay a resort fee in like New York, but I will pay one. Completely. Okay. So we've booked our hotel room. We think we've gotten the best rate possible and we're checking in. How do we get an upgrade if yes, possible? Yes. So hopefully the day before you're set to check in, you call. You just say, hi, I just wanted to confirm my reservation. So excited. This is the name. Checking in tomorrow. If possible, or if you just like, you know, fibbing a little, you feel like so excited celebrating a birthday, an anniversary, or just, you know, work's been so hard. I'm just so excited to come stay at this great hotel. Um you could even just say, like, I'm really hoping to make the most out of this stay. Mm-hmm. Um, even without a reason, you could just say, like, hey, I know, like, the odds are pretty low, but I was wondering, is there some sort of upgrade available? Are there any complimentary upgrades? Is there any way? Just, you know, mm-hmm. little phrases Okay, like if Caroline that. put the cute on me like that, yeah, I would do you it. you would do it. Yeah. So just being sweet and just asking. asking. Also, there's nothing to lose. And right. you know yeah. what? Maybe they won't put you in a fancy corner room, but maybe they'll give you a bottle of wine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I went to Vegas a couple years ago, same thing. I said it was a birthday. It wasn't a birthday. But they left us, like, all this really fancy candy on our bed. I'll take it. really nice. Yeah. Well, I say, think about all the birthdays you've had where you weren't at a hotel. Good yeah. point. Like, that's your allotment of birthdays you can say you're celebrating. Making yeah. hotels going time. forward. I'm with it. <laughs> and can we ask at check-in, too, or is that bad form? You can. I just think you always have better odds, like planting that seed. I never thought about before. calling before. That's smart. Do you think people still like slip people $20 bills? <laughs> Is that, that seems tacky, right? <laughs> I, I kind of want to do it. I don't know. That's like, so something in the movies or something my sister did to like get me into bars with her when I was underage. <laughs> right, but like, right. um, that's a good question. I guess you could try it maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's not very smooth, so I would need someone else to do it. Yeah. I'd be like, here's $20, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Somebody I was reading online was saying that they would slip the 20 in between their credit card and their driver's license. Because you always have to give both of them when you check in. And then, oh, there's a $20 bill there. Like, how funny. I'm just so not smooth. Is there any way that could backfire? Oh, yeah. They could be like, well, they could just think it's a tip for them for like no reason <laughs> okay. at all. Completely. Or they could be like, oh, ma'am, you have a 20 in here. Right. <laughs> oh, awkward. <laughs> but I'm guessing other ways then to get the upgrade too is just if you are part of a loyalty program, mm-hmm. using points, that kind of thing. Are there certain rooms that we, we couldn't choose this when we were booking? But my boyfriend loves to be on a higher floor. He thinks it's quieter. I know people sometimes ask for a corner room. It's going to be bigger. What are your hacks for what we should ask for when we're actually in front of a person who's booking or checking us in? Yeah, so those are things you can ask for in the moment. A corner room is typically more expensive. So odds are with that kind of request, they're going to say like, yes, for this amount. Or it might not be available because those are desirable and in lower supply. If you're a really light sleeper, like sleep is really important to you, try to ask to be away from the elevator. Mm. That's where there's going to be more likely to be noise, both between the elevator noise and all the people getting on and off and waiting or coming back drunk. Or, But you can always ask. And then, yeah, same with a higher floor. 
I mean, for some people, it's just even worth paying extra, even if they can't do that on a complimentary basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. So Raj, tell me, how is your social battery right now? You know, today it's pretty high and vibrant, but it varies day to day. That makes total sense because it's super easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin, especially with social gatherings picking up after the winter. Truly. Therapy can give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. For me, therapy has been illuminating. Just to be able to process day-to-day anxieties has helped me so much. I kind of wish that for everyone. Well, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. And it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash doing it wrong today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash doing it wrong. Welcome back to Am I Doing It Wrong? So we've entered our, what is hopefully a beautiful hotel room. Uh, I like to put my bags down and jump on the bed. I'm a little child. Um, what are we looking for? What's What are the first things we should do when we enter the hotel room? So if you're like really anxious about bed bugs, like my oh. friends and I are. Should we be really to, anxious about bed uh, bugs? You know, not to destroy your your beautiful picture of jumping on the bed yeah. with, with full elation. Um, I have two really good friends who have gotten bed bugs in New York before. So odds are these bugs were, were New York locals. But <laughs> I do think it depends on the city when you're yeah. with the bed bug paranoia. It's true. And I mean, we all heard about Paris um, right. recently. Oh <laughs> Very scary. I mean, hotels are a place where bed bugs live. Yeah. And even nice hotels. It doesn't matter how nice the hotel totally. is. They're not like attracted to crime. I mean, so I always just do a little bed inspection. Because you can see them really easily. For those who um, are unicorns who have never had them, you can see those guys right away. They don't, they're not like hiding super, they're not super small. No, and they like upholstery. So yeah. just look on sheets, just peel back one of the corners of the bed, look at the seams of the mattress, all of those things, just yeah. check. And, um, you know, check anything upholstered, look around the headboard, look around chairs. If you don't see anything like, you know, you're probably totally fine. So 
Um, but people who are really cautious, like my friends who have had bed bugs, like they put their suitcase in the bathtub. Or I've like, heard this before. Yes, this is totally a thing. Just not on upholstery. Most hotel rooms are carpeted. So just don't have your bag on carpeting. I mean, those little suitcase holder things, I don't know what you call those, suitcase stands yeah. that you can pull out. And, they have fabric on them too. Right. So some people travel with plastic trash bags. And you put the plastic around it and then put your suitcase on. Because bed bugs don't really like hang out on plastic. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Bed bugs are awful, but I can't imagine traveling with like hefty since like, you know, hefty bags to... Yeah, I, mean, I do check. I do do a. It takes thirty seconds to like because they're not going to be. They're going to be on that corner of the bed. That's right. It. But will you not start traveling with garbage bags? No. So like, okay. No, no, no. You have, you I'm have a check. A, if I see them, I'm gonna lock myself in the bathroom and call the authorities. But Got like, it. I don't. I don't think that. I think the trash bag people, no disrespect, yeah. are people with PTSD from right. having no, absolutely. it. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, I respect I it. I, I yeah. totally, more respect to you. Also, if you see something concerning and you decide you don't want to leave the hotel, but you want to switch rooms, don't move to an adjacent room. Right. Oh my God, girl. Be if more you see bed bugs, leave the, the state. Like, uh, those guys are mean. Okay, but then, so we've done our bed bug check. <laughs> we think we're safe. Yeah. There are other parts of the room that can be really nasty. And it can look okay, but lurking beneath the surface. Should I not be barefoot in a hotel room? I mean, some people say don't take your don't be barefoot on hotel room carpet. I have such strong memories. This is so ingrained in me of my mother telling me anytime we were in a hotel to like peel the duvet cover, like comforter down to the foot of the bed and like don't touch it, don't lie on it. Because those are cleaned the least often. Oh, yeah. Now with TikTok, a lot of people who have worked in hotels and cleaning in hotels have shared what they think are the grossest things in hotels. Or shared those what videos are so fun. The least. Yeah. Like the TV remote. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I heard a hack for that is that you can wrap the remote in, well, number one, if there's a shower cap that they give you mm-hmm. complimentary, wrap the remote in that because it'll be thin enough that you can still use it, but you won't be touching the actual buttons. Or again, for our trash bag friends, you can bring like a thin Ziploc bag and just put it in there and just press through the plastic. A lot of t- um, influencers, though, will clean a room. Like I've seen them do a oh. light to heavy cleaning. Like the Naomi travel. Campbell on an airplane vibes. Yes, or exactly. there's a Lisa Rinna episode of um, Beverly Hills Housewives where she get, like it takes like an hour when she gets yeah. into a hotel because she has an entire cleaning process. I would go as far as like take uh, like portable Clorox wipes and wipes of some a couple stuff things down. down. Yeah, why not? Another thing a lot of my friends do is they travel with their own pillowcase um, oh. and swap out the pillowcase. I mean, some just because they like to sleep on a like satin silky pillowcase yeah. for skin and hair, but yeah. I just suspend my disbelief and I'm just like, everything, everything in here is really fine. Yeah. yeah, but I, I know it's not. I Have you guys seen those videos? This seems like something that happened in like the 90s more where they would take a black light yeah. and you could just see like, all bodily fluid, bodily yeah, fluids, room like, raiders. Yes, room raiders completely. And I've seen people do it in hotel rooms, and there's like literally like come on the ceiling. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> what were you people doing in here? I mean, I guess I know what you were, what doing. were you doing. I know what you were doing, but it's crazy. I don't know. I don't know any of that shit. Is it yeah. is. I'm never gonna and also black have, light a hotel for those room. who are not immunocompromised. Our bodies will fight it. All Agreed. good. They'll fight the ceiling jizz. 
Yeah. You know? Would you say that the remote is maybe the <laughs> nastiest thing? That's what a lot of studies said. Sorry, I'm laughing because I was like thinking of the phrase God made dirt, dirt don't hurt. But then you said jizz. I'm like, right. oh, God made jizz too. And jizz can hurt. But. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say the remote... Um, Glass drinking glasses. I usually just rinse them in the sink, mm-hmm. often just because you can see dust. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because not everyone's using those. Um, I've heard the coffee pot mm. because you don't know when the last time they've cleaned it is, and so you not just the pot itself, but like the, the whole filter and everything it, yeah. that it's going in. It can just have mold in there, and so you probably oh mold. I'm scared of. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and I also heard this person. I saw a hack where they said, take a kitchen sponge. Like fill it with soap, let it dry out, cut it in pieces, and then just bring one of those pieces with you. And when you resaturate it, it'll be soapy. And then you can clean the glasses or you can clean the coffee pot because they're like, who's traveling with dish soap? Nobody. But if you have one of your little prepackaged sponges, again, I love the idea of it. I just can't picture myself at home, like cutting up sponges and packing. You know what I mean? (laughs) I think there's a spectrum of how nervous we are about this stuff. Yeah, there are options. If that's an option for you, like, great. Yeah, I want everyone to travel happily. So if you want to do pocket sponge and trash bags, I will support you. Good for you, not for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also, I heard that the um, ice bins, like, people are using them to vomit in all the time, and they aren't necessarily being cleaned. So. You I've burn. only done that when I put the plastic bag inside first because I vomited in it or you used it. Vomited in it after putting the plastic bag in it because I'm a gentle lady. See, I would just puke in the plastic bag. I wouldn't even hmm. use the ice bucket, but I, I like that's structure. Why, why can't we yeah. puke in the toilet? That is a good point. <laughs> you, know, well, you know what? It's it's like when you're feeling sick, when you're you've oh, gone out bed. raging, and you put it next, next to, the to the bed. bed. Yeah, got it. Right. No fair. I've, yeah. I've come up short trying to reach a toilet. Girl, so. you grew up in New Orleans. Come on. <laughs> but I think the point is, if you're going to use the ice bucket, use the liner yeah. or thoroughly wash it with no, your but little sponge. To your point, it's gross. It's yeah. all gross. Yeah. yeah. Let's say you're in your room and you hate it and you want to switch your room. What do you do? I would first call and say what the problem is. I would also take a photo of whatever the problem mm. is, if it is. Other than a smell, obviously, you can't quite capture. But (laughs) photos and videos are always helpful. Call, see what they say. If they're not super receptive, I would just go downstairs, talk to them at the desk, show the photo, explain the situation. Mm -hmm. I would be nice. You don't need to, like, go into it guns blazing. The person who works at the desk is probably not at fault for whatever the problem with the room is. Right. I mean, I have a friend. She was traveling with her family, and they checked into a hotel room, and there were lots of, like, clipped nails like oh, kind of all over, like no. the carpet. Oh, that is and- worse than ceiling jizz. It maybe not. Well, uh, yeah, because if it's on the ceiling, it can't get you. Yeah, that's it's gross. gross. Yeah. Right. And so my question is like, okay, if the hotel's like, oh, we will do another cleaning, would you be fine with staying in that room, or would you be so grossed out you just yeah. cannot? I think I'd have to switch. In terms of safety, when you're in the room, do you do you all use the safe? If there's a safe in the room, is that something that you think is a good idea? I have never used it I've because I'm convinced it. I'll like forget how to open it or like what the combination was. Uh-huh. I don't come with 
like, you know, anything that I need to put in the safe usually. Right. But when you talk about security, I'm also thinking about locks on the door. Right. Um, I always use that little extra lock at night. Uh-huh. Um, security is important to me, again, because I travel alone sometimes. Um, any tips on that stuff? You know, you see stuff on TikTok of like these little like hilarious things you can do to make sure no one enters your room or no one's been in your room. Right. Any thoughts on those? I mean, the extra lock thing, I think is, again, it's especially gotten big in like the age of Airbnb. But yeah. I mean, I think for hotels, it works too. I would also just say, don't make eye contact with anyone mm. on your floor. And also don't let a stranger see which room you go into yeah. if you're traveling alone. This is an u- underrated piece of advice. The other thing I've heard too is that you should always use your last name and not your room, room number when you were talking to someone in the hotel. Yeah. Because they said they can look up your room number by your name. And so you're not just saying like, hi, I'm staying in 803. And then everyone around you knows what room you're in all of a sudden. So that's something to consider as well. This stuff's really important regardless of who you are. Like exactly like saying things really like loudly to Mm -hmm. someone, personal information, et cetera. Yeah. The other thing I heard too is that you don't actually want to use the please make up my room placard Mm -hmm. on your door because that alerts people that you're not in your room anymore. Oh, wow. Okay. And people might try and break in. I don't know how often Mm -hmm. people are breaking into hotel rooms like that. That looks hard to do. Yeah. It does. But um, that was something else. Someone told me that they never use that placard. Also, one thing that I learned recently is to to help the staff there feel safe. If you're walking into your room when someone is cleaning it, Mm. have your key in your hand to be Mm. like, this is my room or whatever. I don't know how accurate that is, but like I've had, when I've walked in, I've had um, people be like, can I see your key before like anything else? I mean, who knows? That sucks. There must have been incidents. Well, you've seen all those spy movies too where like someone just walks into a room and pretends that they're staying there. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I love that. Is there anything we haven't hit on that you feel like we should get into? Well, I would say it's always good to be aware of all of the amenities and things included in your hotel stay and all the things you can ask for that are included that maybe you don't think of, especially if you're really splashing out and splurging on a fancy hotel. Like Four Seasons will have things like for your dog, like special treats. And like the concierge services can really go above and beyond and like get you that reservation to that place that seemed booked because they have a connection. Just things like that. And like you can go hang out in an amazing spa even if you're not getting a treatment, things like that. Oh, I love that. And also it makes me think of some hotels will put a list of stuff. Like if you forgot this, just call down and we'll get it for you. And I always forget things. And I just think I have to like go without a toothbrush or a razor or whatever, and they'll bring that stuff up to you like really happily. Oh, yeah. I yeah. always forget toothpaste. I forget stuff all the time. No, that's a great point. I also think the mini bar, like be careful of that because that's always going to be so much more expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if you can just walk to, you know, Walgreens a block away and get your soda, it's going to be $1.50 instead of $7. That really does remind me, though, of these tweets that always go viral where it's like, I'm a 35-year-old adult with children, but I still live in panic that if I no, touch the mini bar, oh, I will yeah. bankrupt my entire family. <laughs> yes. My family, obviously my parents were like, don't touch that when I was a little kid. I grew up believing that each thing was like $50. Yeah. So actually it had the opposite effect because now if we're like so thirsty or like hungover, like don't want to go to the store, like down the street, it's like The ginger fine. is $6. It's fine. It's, it's worth $6. It's yeah. Whatever. Yeah, no, I, I have had the opposite as well. I'm like, Terrified. One time, uh, 
I came into a room and there was a bottle missing from it. And I like panically called downstairs. Yeah. I was like, I didn't take the peachy water. Yeah, right. Because there's have... like the sensors now. Yes, yeah. exactly. And you don't want to have to take a mortgage out to pay for the, yeah, exactly. the Fiji water you didn't drink. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. For anyone who listened to our tipping episode, we talk about this a little, but it's real important. Uh, don't forget to tip the staff who clean your room. Uh, can you tell me how much we should be leaving? How often? Is it like every night or when we leave? So what I've heard is at least $5 per day, but mm. ideally $10 per day. Wow. Also, don't decide to leave it all at once at the end. Because Oops, I definitely do that. Because different people are cleaning your room each day potentially. Right. So then only one person would get all of that. Damn. That's really smart, actually. It's a good tip, yeah. I think some people don't even know you're supposed to tip, but you definitely oh, yeah, are. A lot Those of people, people don't know that. are working really hard yeah. and dealing with all of our gross stuff. Yeah. Oh, my mom always like leaves a really big tip the first day with like um, a note in her cute little like Disney princess handwriting saying, oh thank you so much. And then like each day just leaves her like $10. But I don't know. That's I just, kind of genius. Actually, you start. Yeah. You start off strong. Yeah. I, love yeah. That. I feel so much more informed. I don't know about you, Raj. I do too. This was super helpful. I'm so glad I could help. And now it's time for Better in Five. These are your top five takeaways from this episode. All right. Number one, unlike airline tickets, waiting to book your hotel room often pays off and you might get better deals the closer you get to your stay. Number two, there are now apps that will score you a great deal on same day hotel rooms and secret hotel rooms can nab you a huge discount too. Number three, do not be afraid to ask for an upgrade. Calling and saying you're celebrating a special occasion can help, but no matter what you say, be really sweet. It'll go a long way. Number four, once you're in your room, do a bed bug check. It only takes 30 seconds and it can save you some major trauma. Oh my God, triggered. And number five, tip your cleaning people at least $5 a day and don't leave it all on the last day. Okay, so Noah, how wrong have you been doing hotel rooms? I think pretty wrong, objectively. I would like to try the secret hotel room thing because even though I stayed at Trump Towers, like I did get a great deal and this sounds very similar. One thing I'm not going to change though, even though I probably should, I'm not going to start cleaning my hotel room myself. Yeah, I'm not going to do that either. Like, you know, bless their hearts, whoever wants to do it, but I'm just going to try to eat vegetables and exercise so my immune system could kind of fight off any chaos. That, that might be waiting. waiting for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's smart. I just think if I go down that road, then I'll just sit there in my bed thinking about all the things that might be, yeah. you know, going wrong. We don't want and that. And I don't even want to go there. Mm-hmm. Anyway, until next time, as long as there are things to get wrong, Raj and I are going to be right here to help you do them better. Love y'all. Do you have something you think you're doing wrong? Email us at amidoingitwrong at huffpost.com and let us know. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com